Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to HV Pucks Overtime. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from the mainstream is that you do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free and available on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. HV Pucks Overtime is sponsored by Atlas Admissions, an admissions consulting firm that specializes in working with motivated and passionate individuals who seek admission to undergraduate, medical school, and graduate programs. Whether you're in high school or ready to apply to graduate school, Atlas can help you to develop and optimize your application for admission through preparation for standardized testing, interviewing, and personal statement writing. Atlas Admissions Consultants have a proven track record of helping their clients obtain admission to top institutions across the country. Visit them today at www.atlasadmissions.com. Call them at area code 617-712-2261 or email them at info at atlasadmissions.com for a free consultation and to find out how they can help you achieve your personal and professional goals. And by now, you know that one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. I recently had the opportunity to chat with Frankie Camarda. Frankie is the Director of Hockey Operations and our Rink Manager at the Ebersol Rink in White Plains. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Frankie Camarda. Uh, he and I were chatting at Ebersol Rink the other day. I was up there for uh, the guy Matthews Torney, and uh, he's taken some time out of his day to chat with me about the sport, about his connection to the sport. So, uh, Frankie, how's it going tonight? Thanks for coming on. It's going good. It's a little wet here at Ebersol tonight. Oh, I can only imagine. I was worried. Well, I wasn't there past Friday, as you know, but I was worried yeah. about how the rain was going to affect the conditions. I'm sure the glass gets very foggy when it rains. Yeah, it's foggy, but, you know, it's like a whirlpool. we got uh, the Eric Nates guys going crazy out there right now, so I'm making <laughs> the kids skate, so the fog is going up and dissipating. I got you. That's, I think the Flyers played the Sabres in a playoff game under those conditions, and the players had to keep skating around in order to keep the fog from, like, settling on the ice, and people were yep. unable to see the puck. The infamous fog game. So, uh, Frankie, for those listeners out there who may not know you, you know, as well as I do or as well as other people do, can you just share a little bit of your hockey background with the listeners? All right. Well, I've been uh, coaching hockey since I was 15 years old. I'm 40 years of age right now, so that's 25 years. Uh, I've been in and out of pro shops uh, around Westchester since the age of 13. So I've been sharpening skates, repairing skates, repairing hockey equipment for goaltenders and players all alike, uh, you know, from the age of uh, the U8 mites all the way to the pro level. 
And, uh, you know, my uh, forte is basically skate sharpening. Uh, I've done a lot of players throughout the years. Uh, Brett Pesci okay. was in the uh, Carolina sure. Hurricanes. Yep, yep. Uh, since he was a little kid, I sharpened his skates. Hmm. A couple of former Ranger players when they were here. Uh, Marty Straka started with him. Uh, Michael Nylander. Sure. Then, then uh, Yarmir Yager, Michael Rosenball. Hmm. Uh, Valerie Kaminsky, his oh, son yeah. Victor. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Harrison Schreiber, who's also now playing, I think, over in the Swiss League. Okay, nice, yeah. nice. I, I was wondering about, I was talking to somebody the other day. Actually, I want to say I was talking to Billy Collins, head coach of uh, Pearl River, and he was connected at one point to the Manic program, and Harrison's name came up. Um, yep. My question to you, if we can jump back to the skate sharpening, all this is fascinating. How did you learn how to sharpen skates? Well, you know, uh, it's a funny story. I was 13 years old, and, you know, as a kid growing up in Nourishell, I used to, the only pro shops we had, we had um, Fast Action Sports uh, that was up in uh, Playland, I believe it was. Okay. Um, then we had the Starpoli Brothers um, that were was in Largemont. And then uh, my buddy, uh, Joe Petraca, who right now is uh, powder coating, and sometimes people see him with the uh, uh, Paul Jr. Designs program. He powder coats all their wheels. He had the Marinick Sport and Skate. Mm. So at the age of 13, you know, I was just a hockey kid, picked it up at the age of like 12, I want to say. And, uh, you know, he was a phenomenal hockey player, and he told me to come by, and he would teach me a few tricks here and there. And um, we did a lot of stuff uh, with the New York Rangers with Cass Marks. Uh, Cass used to do all like the printing and stitching uh, before he joined the Rangers. Right. And uh, at his store, like, you know, uh, we would pick up products and I kind of watched to see how he would do things and, you know, how he would go across the grind wheel and how the dressing wheel was. And, uh, you know, from there, I, I started doing it at Joey's shop, and it was kind of funny because Joey's table was uh, sort of crooked. So we were sort of sharpening uphill, we like to say. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's basically you're looking for, you know, the hollow, um, and you're looking for basically two 90-degree angles when you put the level on it, you know, to make sure you have two even sides. Right. And, uh, I mean, that's how I started. And, uh, you know, I sharpen everybody's skates like I would mine. I want to make sure people get a good cut. Um, you know, they have all different types of hollows out there. You got that new V-cut, which basically lasts a little bit longer. I call it like the vampire teeth. Okay. I you was, so. was going to ask you how often, and I guess it probably depends on, you know, how often they play. But roughly, Frankie, how often should a player sharpen their skates or replace, um, sharpen their blades or replace them? Yeah, I always tell players uh, every seven hours of skating. So, and that means basically a game is considered a half hour, practice is considered an hour. Okay. So it's basically like once a week, goaltenders more times uh, than players. Okay. I mean, with that, with that new steel setup with the edge trigger, um, I always tell people when uh, they come down to the store, uh, you know, I, I work part-time at Blue Line and Harrison. Um, if they, they get, a, like, you know, a new skate, uh, always buy an extra set of steel. Yep. 
Um, so you have it just in case, you know, because with these new model setups, that trigger sometimes gets loose, or and then when the skate is the steel is loose, you take a shot, the steel can break. Right. Or you know, if you wipe out into the boards, or you clank skate the skate, two people collide, and next thing you know, you're trying to get up, your skate steel's a hit. You, you lose an edge because this new steel that's out there is extremely soft. Hmm. So it's interesting that you bring it up because uh, one of my sponsors, it's a company out of Connecticut, Gnarly Hockey. Uh, you can okay. find out more about them at www.gnarlyhockey.com. They sent me five of these skate blade sheaths. So okay. they're these custom designed uh, sheaths or, or bags, if you will, where you can put your extra blades. Um, yeah. You know, so which speaks to exactly what you were just talking about. If we could jump back for a minute, Frankie, this is going to seem like a silly question, but I, I am fascinated by goaltending and just equipment in general and the evolution of equipment. Yeah. How has the equipment evolved since the days when you first started playing? In your opinion, what's the biggest difference? Well, the equipment is much lighter. Um, I mean, when I played goalie, uh, I played for Nurshell. I graduated in 97. Right. My pads were made of horsehair. Uh, wow. And, you know, when uh, you were sliding across the ice, you know, and that leather would pick up a lot of moisture, those sure. pads would get extremely heavy. Right. Um the padding has got it more light um, on the goaltending pads. Right. The upper body has gotten more bulkier, uh, more, I would say, squared off. Hmm. Uh, but I think that's about to change. I think the goaltenders are going to go more contoured right. uh, coming with the next year. Because, uh, you know, they're trying to get more players to score more goals. Because, sure. you know, goal, goals are getting wider yeah. and taller. So Well, I'm sure you remember when... Um... Garth Snow played for the Flyers, and oh, he yeah. came out with like that. Children. Oh my gosh! It was like it was like Optimus Prime in the net. It was ridiculous. Yes. Um, yes. We touched on this a little bit at the very beginning, you know, in terms of how the elements can impact Ebersol, the rain and whatnot. But what yes. makes Ebersol such a unique rink to play in, in your opinion? Uh, well, when I played here, there was no roof. Okay. Uh, none at, none at all. No roof at all. No roof at all. I mean, we played in rain, sleet, or snow, and sometimes you lost the puck in the snow, and it was kind of funny to watch people fight through the snow to find the puck. Uh, You know, I played here uh, originally when it had a chain-link fence, and then, uh, you know, injuries happened, so then they put up the, you know, the glass. Sure. It's almost um, like almost like a Bear Mountain's rink with the chain-link. Yes, yes. Uh, I played there too many times. Uh, The... uh, Playing outdoors, it has its own unique specialty. It's like um, going up to Canada and playing on, like, you know, one of those lake tournaments. Sure. Um, I remember growing up in Rochelle, you know, we didn't have an ice rink, but when winter came, we had those cold rains, Salesian High School. Uh, there was a little bit of a divot, and when it rained, it poured over there and uh, it filled up. And then when it filled up, it would freeze over. And that was our little outdoor, like, you know, game that we used to have. You could fit, like, 12 people on there, and we were right on Main Street shooting pucks. Nice, <laughs> nice. You know, it was kind of funny. But, yeah, I mean, Ebersole, it's its its, its own, you know, everybody always says, oh, we wish we could, uh, you know, build it in to make it enclosed, to have it all year round. Um but um, it would lose some of its it would lose some of its appeal, I think. If you it, did it that. would, you know, 
we call it the orange roof off of 287. Sure. As a matter of fact, that's uh, exactly how I described it to a coworker today. <laughs> Because they weren't yeah. sure where it was. I said, well, if you're driving on 287, like you're heading to the Westchester Mall, look to your left to the building with the orange roof, and that's Eversol. Yeah, um, and that's Eversol Ice Rink, yep. What, you know, I know that you have a shop in Eversol. You know, you have an area in there where you can sharpen skates. Like, what? what's yes. the deal there? Like, what is that open every day? What are the hours? Just so people can uh, people know. Well, usually I do all the sharpenings here. Right. Uh, if you want your skates to be even. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I bring in my own jigs um, that I've had over the years. Um, but uh, usually I'm here Monday nights, Thursday okay. nights, okay. And Sunday mornings. Okay. Um, you know, but uh, I'm over at Blue Line basically Monday morning. Okay, uh, yep. Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Um, you know, people contact me, ask me if uh, – you know, I can sharpen their skates. And, you know, sometimes after work, my, my main job at uh, White Plains High School, right? Uh, you know, I'll tell them, oh, if you're in the area, go down to Blue Line and I'll meet you there. Right. Um, and, you know, I just basically do that. I'm sure you've developed quite a following amongst uh, oh, yes. people. Yes. Um, and I know uh, Matthew, who does the, uh, was it the White Plains High School um, athletics. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I met He's him. Yeah. I met I met him this past weekend. I thanked him for the the coverage and just for everything yeah. that he did. I mean, it's like it, it was he amazing. Actually, uh, he took a photo of me uh, standing a skate straight up. Oh, nice! Like, you know, after it was sharpened, and so he he said to me to have you throw him a shout out on this, and uh, he would tweet that photo to you. Okay, absolutely. So, so listen again. Follow the White Plains Athletics. Uh, site i want to say it's wphs underscore athletics um, yes, it is. they yeah. uh you know again anything that's going on with the dub set now i don't know if you know what dub set means a bunch of people have asked me what does dub set <laughs> mean maybe he'll know well, uh, i, I kind of have a feel because i work for white plains high school that's yep. my main job uh-huh so what, um, what does it mean can we can we divulge the secret right, so i want to say dub stands for w okay and the set is for white planes okay. like you know so it's like two words <laughs> so it, it, it's kind of weird i think it started in uh, 2010 okay and uh, i kind of think of that's what it basically stands for sure i mean it makes sense i, I like that <laughs> um now you've been around for a long time playing the game coaching you mentioned yep. nhl players and, and other people that you've interacted with and i'm sure yep. you know again, working with the Mamaronek programs and things like that. How would you describe the state of hockey in Section 1 currently, and how has it changed again since your playing days? Well, when I played, it was, I feel like, how can I say, more of a gentleman's game, okay. I want to say. Right. We had rivalries of our own. I mean, uh, I played for Nershell. We played against Iona. Um, that was a big rivalry. Like, you know, we had the, the Turkey Bowl type thing, how the guy Matthews tournament was here. Our right. arch rivals were Ramarinet. Um, so those were draw crap. We played everybody. Right. Um, I, I kind of feel like we didn't have sections back then. Sure. It was, uh, you know, we, we played Scarsdale. We played Clarkstown North, Clarkstown South, Suffering, um, you know, Pelham. I mean, there was just so many teams, Marinick, Rye. Right. Um, 
And I mean, I, I feel like it was more games, you know, right. um, we probably played each other twice, sometimes four times just hmm. to make up games. Um, two years ago after Mamaronic had won their, uh, you know, state title, sure. which was congrats to Chappie and all of them. Um, I, I sharpened all their skates before they went up there. Nice. So I, I always said to the boys, where's my ring? You right. know, joking around. And, uh, for that, you know, 2016-17 season, I actually joined the Mamaronic Tigers. Nice. And um, I was their varsity B coach. And, you know, I had their varsity A players come and, you know, show what it was like to, to skate for Chaparelli. And, uh, you know, I had uh, Michael Carducci sure. uh, come down. Uh, Tommy Sparrow yep. come down. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Light. Sure. And I honestly would say that the reason why they did not repeat that year was because Tommy Light was not in the lineup. He was yeah. that missing piece to that puzzle. Yeah. As a matter and of fact, not to cut you off, you may know this, I, I put together the Dick Kittle Memorial Scholarship uh, yeah. in honor of him being a longtime off-ice official and just a overall yeah. solid, great guy. And Tommy was one of my recipients. Because uh, yeah, as, as, as Shappy explained, you know yeah. that he he was that missing piece, and that's why he they was, probably didn't. Uh, and I'll tell you this: I had him come to all my practices. If it, it was morning practices or late night practices, he would come. He would uh, make up that time just right. to get onto the ice right. to play for them. Yeah. And that high school nurse, even though he was ready to go and had the okay from his doctors, yeah. the high school nurse was the one that said no. She did not want to take a chance. Yeah. And, you know, that that kind of sucked in a way sure. for him. And I never saw a kid really emotionally break down. Right. And he want, he was willing to go and he worked so hard to get back. And for somebody to tell him no after he was already cleared, you know, that, that, that hurts the most. Absolutely. And, that, and that's why, again, I thought it was an excellent choice to receive that award because that really yep. personifies perseverance, determination. Um, Favorite professional hockey player, past or present, Frankie? Uh, I had quite a few. Go ahead. You can give me more. You can give me more than one. Uh, as a goaltender, sure. uh, John Van Beesbrook. Okay, was my uh, favorite player. Met okay. him when I was a little kid. Yep. And uh, Beezer. Everybody loved Beezer. Everybody loved the Beezer. Everybody. So, uh, current player. Yep. Right. Right now, um, I got to give it to. Uh, Brett Pesci, okay. only because, uh, you know, he's a homegrown kid. I know yep. Kevin Shattenkirk is a nerd show boy. Yep. But, but uh, you know, I, I remember when Kevin was in diapers running around the rink, I played with his brother Eric okay. uh, when we were nerd show lightnings. Uh, but Brett Pesci, I got to watch that kid skate uh, when he was a Westchester Viper, and then he progressed into an uh, avalanche player. And uh, I can tell you some funny stories about him. Wow. But yeah, good for uh, Brett Pesci. You're actually, yeah, Brett, like you said, Brett Pesci, Kevin Shattenkirk, Steve Santini. Uh, We've got, we've got, we've got Trevor Zegras with the national development team. I don't want to say, is it, is it Dominic um, Fenisor? I'm going to mess up his last name. Oh, Dom Fensori. Fensori, yeah. So we have him too. Fensori when he was a mite. Right. So these kids. He's actually kidding. just ran into one of his line mates and uh it's kind of funny if I could share this little story sure. with you. Uh Fensori and uh Josh Cohen. And oh man, I, I can't remember. Uh Leva 
they were mites. And as mites, I, I was used to work for uh, Sports Plus back in the day at Westchester Scanning Academy. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the storage room and I saw these three little mite players cycling in the corner in a game to where the other kids just stopped watching. And it was just like everybody just stopped and watched these three kids cycle in a corner. And when everybody stopped, they broke off and just scored a, a goal, hmm. like a tic-tac-toe goal on the goalie. So could you tell back then that they had something special? Oh, yeah. They, I, I, can, I can tell you right off the bat by looking at a player who's going to go, who needs to work on what to go. Like right now, there's a couple of kids here at uh, White Plains. Right. And um, there's one little kid who shines bright like a diamond above the rest, you know, but he's going to need just that push to go to the next level. Right, right. And, um, you know, there's a bunch of other little players. You got uh, Giancarlo Romano, mm-hmm. who uh, I think right now he's playing for the Connecticut Elite. He's the next one in this area that should be going. He played with, you know, the Santinis and all that. Right. And um, he, he's, he's, a, he's something special right now. And uh, he played up in Canada, got traded to New Jersey Rockets. And, hmm. you know, right now he's playing with the Connecticut Elite uh, junior program. And uh, he's going to go to college and see where the college level brings him and then just go from there. I mean, these are the kinds of stories that I just love to hear about homegrown talent, you know, hometown kids, you know, making yep. it to the show. Um, favorite yep. pro- favorite professional hockey team, Frankie, if you have one? Uh, New York Rangers. Okay. What are your thoughts? I should, I should know the answer to that based on the sweatshirt you showed me the other day. Uh, what are your thoughts on the state of the team as far as, you know, a college-type coach, you know, jettisoning, you know, your Girardis, your McDonough's, your yeah. Miller's? You know, and bringing in your Howdens, your Pionks, your Heedles, your D'Angelo's. You know, what are your thoughts on the direction of the club? Uh, I like the grind. Um, they're a team that sort of never gives up. Right, I agree. It, it shows that. But I will state this right now. Yep. They will not win a Stanley Cup until Igor comes over from the KHL. I agree, I agree. And and I was talking to somebody this afternoon, and some people will consider this to be blasphemous. I honestly think we should have traded Lundquist in 2015 after Cam Talbot helped us win the President's Trophy. And yeah, we kept, so Cam Talbot is shaky. Right, I understand, and, but keep but check it out. Talbot and Ronta. Top 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 get Talbin. Not like Ronta. Didn't like Ronti. All right, we're going to agree to disagree, but we do agree on Shostroykin coming over here. Things yeah. aren't going to change until it's, uh, I call him. We have King Henrik. I call him Czar Igor. Things aren't going to change yeah. until Czar Igor comes. I have one last question for you, Frankie. Um, Go for it. What do you do for fun when you're away from the rink? All right, so I work three jobs, seven <laughs> days a week. Uh, so. Hockey is basically my fun, right. but uh, when I'm home and not trying to fall asleep, I uh, love to spend time with my wife and my six-year-old son, Peyton. I love it. Uh, he's, uh, he's my pride and joy. He's, he's, you know, he has autism, hmm. and uh, he doesn't speak, and uh, you know, I can be tired from whatever, and then he comes in and he just battling rams me right? and uh, just loves to wrestle with me, but uh, you know, always have fun, fun time with him. I love it. Family comes first. Uh, I've I've had the pleasure of chatting with uh, Frankie Camarda, 
Uh, he tweeted me the other day. He's like, hey, when are you going to have me on? Or when are you going to give me a shout out about it? And I said, well, just come on the show. I mean, that's how yeah. we do things here at HV Puck. So you've always uh, treated me with, with respect. You've always taken the time out to chat with me at Ebersol or wherever we run into each other. So I was more than happy to get you on and for yeah. you to share your stories and your thoughts. And uh, I will see you back at the rink. I know uh, the Rytown Harrison boys want me to come check out a practice. And uh, I, I'm not going to go to Playland at 9 o'clock on Thursday. Thursday. So I know they do Tuesdays at 5.15, so hopefully I'll run into you at some point well, when I'm over there. Next. I'll let you know when we got the Mayor's Cup coming up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I ha- you know what? I have that on my calendar. I'm going to say right now it's the 26th of January at Playland. Yep. So I will definitely be oh, in the yes. house for that. We could, we, could, yep. we could take in that game together. I'd like that. Yeah, you can wear your Rangers onesie, and I'll wear mine. I love it. Listen, have a wonderful Christmas holiday and a happy and a healthy new year. Thanks for taking the time out. I've been chatting again with Frankie Camarda. Uh, He is a legend at Ebersol. Um, He's well-known, well-respected, well-liked within the hockey community. So thanks again, Frankie. Take it easy. Yes, thank you. Same to you always, man. Uh, My pleasure. This is your boy, Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks Overtime. Uh, hello there, uh, this is, uh, Happy Gilmore, and, uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode of HV Pucks Overtime. And if there are any topics you'd like me to address or guests you'd like to hear from, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. You can also find me on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5 Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.